Welcome to the podcast hosted by timecam.com on how to stay on top of your work. Welcome back, guys. This is Kate, as always. And for the beginning, I have some really interesting statistics for you. Do you know that 20% of the average workday is spent on crucial and important things? Cool, right? But 80% of the average workday is spent on things that have little value or no value at all. Isn't that creepy? 80% of our time, guys, that's how much we spend on unimportant things. So what does it say about our time management skills? Are we really that bad at this? Luckily, there are many people out there who want to help us become better and more effective and achieve better outcomes at work and in personal life. And one of such people is a wonderful woman from Australia. Barbara Clifford. She's a time tamer and she helps people to become masters at time management. Stay with me to find out how to deal with stress and burnout, what's the magic of automation, effective time management techniques and many many more. Barbara, thank you so much for joining me here on Stay on Top of Your Work podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I know that not everybody knows who you are, so would you like to say a few words about yourself? Sure. So my name is Barbara Clifford, otherwise known as the Time Tamer, and I'm very passionate about helping people to alleviate stress and maximize their time and alleviate the overwhelm. So I do training with people I do one-on-one coaching I do online training platforms as well so I work with individuals and groups of people to help them be more efficient in a nutshell and feel more confident around their work wonderful so let's start from the very basic question because you also help them in managing their time and everything that's related with it so what is time management for you Oh, that is a good question. I think the interesting thing about time management is about knowing is prioritization. That's where people come unstuck. And with that comes understanding what it is that you value most, whether it be in your personal life or whether it be in your business or your career. It's what what do you place value on? And too often we get distracted by somebody else's needs or somebody else's thoughts or even our own. We're doing things that aren't necessarily important for the business. It's just something we like doing and enjoy doing, but it's not necessarily helping the job at hand or or business. So time management is about the prioritisation and focusing on the bigger picture in terms of what's important to you. Wonderful. So how to do that? Because I think it's not that easy. That's a really good point. So where you need to focus on yourself in terms of of prioritization is to be really clear about what it is that you place value on. And it's not always obvious. It can be tucked away and hidden. So, for example, I'm a mother and so my instinct and my responsibility would to say, oh, my children come first. I'm, I'm foremost a mother and, and that's what I, that's the highest, most important thing in my life. Yes, my children are important to me, but if I'm really, really completely honest, the thing that really floats my boat, the thing that I place value on is making sense of things, of creating order out of chaos, of being organised, 
that's what I'll always gravitate towards. That's what I enjoy doing. And so I can have a really valuable relationship with my children when it's organized, when we're all, everything's organized, I'm happy. When I'm making sense of things or creating order out of their chaos, that's when I'm happy and have a great relationship with them. So it's about finding what it is that we truly, maybe secretly, we're not even honest with ourselves what we place value on. And it's also about knowing where our strengths and weaknesses are in terms of our personalities, what we gravitate towards because that's our personality type. Okay, so when you work with people, um, I'm sure you learn so much from them and about them. So what are the most common problems? Because I know you're an expert, so you probably don't have these problems. But for other people, what are the most common problems that they have when it comes to organizing and managing their life and their time, you know? Well, look, everybody has that difficulty, and I'm, I'm not alone from that. And sometimes you really need somebody outside of yourself to give you some perspective. So I, I have challenges, too, of managing my time. What, what I see is really common is where people come up unstuck and become distressed is it is about the prioritization, and it really is about not not knowing themselves and not having confidence to communicate with other people around them and and being assertive. And what I mean by that is that's not being aggressive, that's not being confident, that's just a basic human right of communicating your own wants and needs and expressing it, whether it be in your personal life or your professional life. And when you can be informed about what's going on in your space and, and have a level of awareness and enables you to communicate with others. You can say no, you can say, look, I'm not going to be able to do that by that time or I know how much time I need to to achieve this. You you feel you feel a greater sense of confidence. And so it comes from being able to communicate with other people. And so sometimes I'm seeing that people don't know how to communicate because they're not sure about themselves and what's important to them. They don't have clarity about the priorities and and where to focus their time. And they don't know how to speak up to, for themselves with other people. Quite often they don't know how to say no. Okay. Interesting. So I know that we learn best from our mistakes and they teach us how to avoid certain things and how to become better. So... What mistakes do you see people do most often that um, somehow stop them from achieving that success and finding their purpose in life? So the the mistakes that people must make in and, and finding their purpose would be number one is listening to other people. <laughs> so what I mean by that is people, the shoulds and shouldn'ts and the expectations that are placed on you. Um, and telling people telling you what you should be doing, people telling you you're not very good at something, and so you beat yourself up rather than focusing on what your strengths are and being mindful and aware of what your weaknesses are and, and being working around them. So people can make a mistake with that. I think people make mistakes too when they think that they're... They think they're being productive. They think that they're doing something that's really important. As I said before, it may be that they're actually doing something they really enjoy, 
but not necessarily what's needed in the job or the business or at home. Social media is a great example. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so social, social media is designed to give us the stuff we value. It's a really good indicator of finding out what it is that we truly value. People can have this secret passion for vintage clothing when they're an accountant. Um, do you know what I mean? It's, it can be those things that, that distract us are probably the things that we place value on. And so I can go into Facebook and say, oh, I'm in here for work. I'm doing some research. I'm doing some posting on my page and then come out three hours later and pretend I was working. But <laughs> Yeah, that's what's yeah. called procrastination, right? That we, we don't do what we should we do. But you see, that's the thing, procrastination, we, we beat ourselves up and, and too often the teaching around time management is that you just have to have some discipline. You have to deal with your pro procrastination like it's an addiction. But the reality is, is procrastination is purely choosing to do something that we value, that's important to us, that we enjoy, over something we don't. There's something we hate doing and we're not enjoying. So the trick is to try and find the value in whatever it is that we're doing. That's oh, finding finding in it the, the pleasure, finding the pleasure zone within the thing that we're putting off. Yeah. So when it comes to, when I think about procrastination, what comes to my mind are all those techniques and methods of how to manage your time. Do you have your favorite method of managing time or are you just... You know, you, you created your own according to which you work. The, the sort of thing that I do in working with people is finding something that works for them. So I can have something that's highly complex or I can have something that's really simple. And it depends on where that person is at and, and where their crisis is at. So probably the most common and popular and useful and simple one for people as, as a way of getting started is what's called the Pomodoro technique, where you, you've heard of that one? Yes, yeah? of course. I think everybody knows it. It's very popular. The Pomodoro technique is a really effective way of being able to reward yourself. You're doing 20 minutes of something that's really, really valuable and useful and rewarding yourself with 10 to 15 minutes of something that is valuable, that, that, that you enjoy, that's rewarding and exciting. So 20 minutes of the pain, 10 to 15 minutes of the pleasure, so to speak, rather than dragging through something and taking three times as long to do it because it's miserable and keep going off track and getting distracted, know that there's a reward at the end of it. When you mentioned that Pomodoro technique, now another thing that comes to my mind is automation and technology. What do you think about it? Love it. So, yeah, I, one, of the, one of the most important time management tools, if I can sum it up in a nutshell, is give it to somebody else. I mean, it, really, the best thing that you can do to save your time is to delegate, is to give it to somebody else. And not all, all of us have got somebody else that we can give things to. So the next best thing is digital tools that automate things for us and create those automations. So I am constantly looking for things that will automate, do things automatically. 
and it's what I'm passionate about for small business and for individuals, finding those things that, that create that automation. I can't wait for robots that do things for us, <laughs> the bots. So p people don't realize that those automation tools are really, really accessible. So for example, in Microsoft Outlook, which is the email um, platform, like in Office 365, so not Outlook that you use on, on in the cloud, on the website, but the, the email tool that you purchase from Microsoft, there's some great automation tools in there that people don't even realize, some more advanced features. There's the rules feature, which will automatically, you can program it to do a whole range of things as soon as emails come in. And there's also another feature called quick steps, which is like buttons that you program where you say, when I press this button, a whole range of things will happen. So it's automating those things as well. So there's quite a few automation features that are available to us that we don't even realize exist. Yeah, and they can save so much time. It's amazing. Um, it, email is probably the biggest time waster of all, and that's where I, I, loved, I do most of my work and love working with people because it's like a leaky bucket. It, it just slowly leaks away at your time. And if I, the methodology that I use with people to improve their email management gives them back about two hours a day which equates to typically about 10 hours a week for most working people, which is 12 weeks a year. That's a lot. That is a lot, isn't it? So how do people react when they find out that they are losing so much time? Well, you don't... That's like the, the smoker says, oh, I'm only having one cigarette. What can it hurt? And then you actually tell them, well, this is how many cigarettes you have in a day. This is how many you have in a week. This is how much money you're wasting on that habit. And particularly in Australia, cigarettes are very, very expensive and taxed very highly. So it, it's a shock to people. And it becomes addictive in the way that people operate now in their working life. Uh, it's so, emails are, are very much like social media. You know, everybody has it on their, their phone and, and very accessible and very, and consequently we feel like we have to respond or we have to connect, otherwise we're missing out. Yeah, that's true. So I think that part of, uh, of work is burnout and stress. And I think when you find out how to manage your time and how to organize your work, it can become much better and you can get rid of that, but it's not that simple. So how do you think we can deal with stress and burnout? Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. They, they do go hand in hand, which is why I do the stress management as well as the time management. The, the first thing that we need to do in both of those areas is awareness, is to be able to have that level of mindfulness I often talk about mindfulness in business, which is about stopping, stepping back and look at, look at what's actually going on and be willing to change. Be comfortable with looking at things from a different perspective or doing things differently or admitting that there may be a problem in a particular area. So one of, my, one of the things that I will often do with people in terms of time management is get them to track their time. My favourite tool is a tool called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L.com. It's for free online where you can you can actually track your time. It's never what you think because 
the things that you love doing, you go, oh, yes, it's only five minutes, nothing at all, and you get lost in it. You go, oh, my goodness, where's the time? And then the story that I tell people is, can you remember being at school where there's a teacher that's just droning on and on and on and you look at the clock and you know that the bell is going to go in 15 minutes. You put your head down you think, oh, the bells, it must be nearly time for that bell to go. You look up the clock thinking 15 minutes has gone and only five. Mm. Oh, my goodness, it's dragging on. The things you hate, you think they take longer than they will. The things you love, you don't realise how much time you waste <laughs> with them, doing them. So it's never, ever what you think, tracking your time. So with the stress and the burnout, it's about creating awareness around the things that are really consuming our time. It's about the things that are triggering us. What is, what are, when are those triggers happening? When, is, when are the stress storms occurring? When are we feeling those feelings we don't want to feel? Because once again, stress is a matter of perception. What stresses you will be completely different for me, even though we'll be in the same environment and under the same pressure. So it's, it's our having an awareness around our perception of that experience and how we can shift that perception or shift that experience. Right, that's yeah. true. So how do you manage your time besides all those things you mentioned, like using Toggle and uh, being aware of what's the most important thing in your life? So what uh, what I use, I very much use that email management system that I was talking about to be able to, to, to prioritise my emails and my tasks. And I use the automation tools as much as possible. The other thing that I think is really important, if I could, a, a quick strategy, because I know it can be quite complex, is to block out time in my calendar for the things that are important but not yet urgent. The things that I I say to myself, oh yeah, I'll fit them in when I can. I've got I've got time. I'll fit it in. And of course we always fill up our diary and our calendar and then we're going, oh, I haven't done that thing. So I actually block out time for some of those mundane things that might not seem important but will become important if I neglect them. So I actually block out time for them. Things like things like birthdays. You know, it's very easy to... I know when my children and my husband's birthday is, but when I'm making appointments, I don't I don't look at the date and correlate. I just go, yeah, I'm free Tuesday afternoon. And then I've made the appointment and afterwards go, what am I doing? That's my son's birthday. So I have to make sure I block out the time yeah, because for those things. It's easy to forget <laughs> things when you don't write them down. Yeah, that's right. And you want to keep your brain... This is why that email management system that I've been talking about, it's also about eliminating the amount of time your brain has to process, the amount of time that you revisit things and regurgitate and sift through them, the, the touch points, how many times you touch things and read things. So by writing things down, you're taking it out of your brain and freeing up your brain's capacity to actually think things through and, and work as a machine rather than going, I must remember to pick up some milk on the way from home. I must remember to pick up milk on the way home. Do you know? You, yeah. you write that down. Yes, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good point. That's true, that our brain is just not able to, uh, to have all that information inside. We have to kind of get rid of it and write it down. So yeah. let's switch a little bit. 
um, because I always ask my guests about books they read. Do you have any interesting books that you've read recently and you'd like to share with the audience? I'm I the probably my my favorite book is Simon Sinek Start with Why. That's probably one of my my most favorite and it comes back to what I was talking about before in in relation to your purpose and what drives you. It's a really really good book to read. Uh, another one that's my favorite around time management and it's he's probably the best guru is David Allen he wrote a book called getting things done yeah you heard of that one yeah yeah he was even a guest on this podcast so everybody knows wow yes. that's awesome <laughs> love that guy he's amazing so I very much follow his principles in the work that I teach people is following his guidelines so they're the things that that I that I read and I listen to podcasts oh, great <laughs> it's a, so it's a great way it's a time so I probably listen more than I read to be honest because of the um I can do that while I'm doing something else right yeah that's true <laughs> okay so one last question to sum up everything you said how do you stay on top of your work how do I stay on top of my work I think for me it's about eliminating clutter It's it's removing out of your space the things that aren't useful and serving you, the things that you don't need to deal with now. We can, and that's a David Allen principle, is is to put things, everything has a time and a place. So it comes to you at just the right time and you have a system in place to remind you at just the right time. And it has a place where it lives so that you can find it really easily. But it's not in front of you all the time. It's only in front of you when you need it at just the right time. So in a nutshell, that's how I, I manage my work is following that principle of making sure everything has a time and a place. Okay. Do you have any final tips for the audience about how to manage time and how to stay organized? I think the, the, the final thing that I would leave with people, the message that I like to say to people is be kind to yourself and take time for yourself. So not only is it about scheduling the time for everything that you need to do in a busy world it's make also blocking out time in your calendar for doctor's appointments or a massage or a walk on the beach or you need to make time for those things as well yes that's true it's a great message okay barbara if we want to find you where should we look for you The best place to find me is my website, timetamer.com.au. And from there, there's a whole range of social links, depending on whatever it is, whatever your favorite social media platform is. So start there. There's lots of resources you can download and uh, things to look at. So yeah, I'd encourage people to go there. Sure. And I will include all the links, all the information in the show notes so people can find you. Thank you very much. Barbara, thank you so much for taking your time to be here. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by Tamcam. You can listen to it on iTunes and SoundCloud. Subscribe to get more content and always stay on top of your work.